This is episode 89 of Parenting with the Focused Mindset. Hello, welcome to the podcast. This is episode 89 of Parenting with the Focused Mindset. Today we're in a mini series about bullying. This is the month that many people, many schools, focus in on that problem in order to solve that problem, either on their school campus or within the conflicts that they find and to help people not feel bullied. And I wanted to take some time to talk about it because it's something that I deal with a lot as a school counselor, as you can well imagine. Many times a school counselor is the first defense against bullying. And I'm the one that walks in and observes and watches children on the playground and finds out how they're really feeling about things. And I've seen amazing things happen when we choose to resolve the situation and really dig in and find out how a child feels and meet them where they're at and help them feel empowered. I want you in your home to be able to feel like you have an input and that don't feel powerless yourself when you're dealing with your child feeling bad at school and feeling like they don't know what to do. But today... I am going to take a few minutes to deal with the subject of what you shouldn't do. This might not be a real popular uh, episode and, you know, suffer through it or not. You can easily go to the next one, but I'm going to talk about some things that sometimes we do wrong. Sometimes the things that don't help. All right. Let's just face it. Sometimes we're not helpful and we think we're being helpful, but we're just plain not. Well, what are some of the things that we do to kind of mess up the whole process of helping your child feel empowered and move past bullying? Well, we're going to talk about that. But if you have a story that you'd like to share with me, even a situation when things didn't go so well, head over to my website, thefocusedmindset.com. That's thefocusedmindset.com. Under the contact page, you're going to be able to see where you can either leave me a message if you're brave enough with your own voice or just write it out. And I love hearing from you. Um, In the next episode, I'm going to talk about a story that I heard from uh, a fellow father about the bold things that he had to do to be able to help his child that was feeling bullied. But today, what's the number one thing that we find as school counselors that teachers cringe at? Well, it's the problem of when our, the child comes to school and they've been told at home that if they start it, then you can finish it. <laughs> Has that ever been the culture in your house where you tell your child, hey, I don't want you to hit, but if they hit you, then you go for it. I understand why you tell your child that, believe me. And it happens so often that a child confides in me and says, you know what? My mom said that I shouldn't hit anyone, but if they hit me, then I will hit them back. Well, guess what? I get it, but it's sometimes not helpful because you don't, you skip the process of conflict resolution. And you also, more importantly, you forget that in most schools these days, they don't care who started it. Both kids get suspended. Even if your child is the first one to, uh, is not the first one to start a fight, both kids get in trouble and they should know that message. So it's important that you tell your child, okay, you know what? It's not uh, going to be that you just go back and sit in your desk and go, oh, well, they started it. I'm 
just fine because both kids that fought get in trouble. And that's at least in most schools that I have worked at. In fact, across the board, because, you know, it's really hard for schools to really get to the bottom of what happened. Many times that gives your child the okay to instigate. All right. And they have in their head, you know what, I'm not going to get in trouble at home or with my parents if as long as they start it, and I finish it. So I'm not saying that that's Sometimes that's an important message to give because you don't want your child to be, uh, you know, a wimp. <laughs> I get that. But at the end of the day, you need to go deeper than that. You need to really talk to your child about what it means to solve a problem. There's lots of different ways to solve the problem, and they need to know each of those ways. They don't need to just have that one message that fighting is the answer. Just don't start it. Guess what? If they pick at someone and instigate them and instigate them until they start it, that's a problem. And you as the adult needs to help them with that. What happens if they think, well, if someone starts it, then I'm going to finish it and a child accidentally pulls their shirt or, uh, or something like that. I know of a situation at my school where there was a very young child that got that message and they were just looking for any child to, to start something with them. And as soon as it happened, man, they're throwing punches. And guess what? They can really hurt someone. I mean, if your child hurts someone badly, they're still responsible for that. You know, there's, uh, as adults, we see many situations like that where you need to be the big person and walk away. You see someone that's acting a fool. It's not always the right thing or the most mature thing for you to do to engage that person in a fight that's actually petty, that's actually going down to their level. So many times I talk to parents and I say, okay, does that work in every situation? Trust me. Teaching your child that they can go ahead and hit back is not going to work in real life in every situation. Let's teach our children to be the bigger person and know how to resolve their problems with their words and with uh, being able to be rational and being able to know when walking away is the right thing because they are the more mature individual that they don't, they don't need to get involved in all that. You know, there's a lot of power in them going, you know what? No, I'm not going to do this. If you want to fight, fight with yourself. Goodbye. Teach your child what real power means. And it doesn't stop and end at their fists. And um, another thing that we sometimes say, moving on to the next thing that we sometimes tell our children that's unhelpful is, are you okay? I know that seems ridiculous because you're like, of course, I'm going to ask my child if they're okay. I want to know if they're okay. Well, if you have already established that your child is in a situation where they're feeling bullied and now they're trying to change that situation and there's maybe a, a conflict resolution team at your school that's helping your child through that and helping the bully to stop being a bully and you're let it allowing that space. Well, how about ask them, I want to check in with you. Or that's not even a question. I want to check in with you. How have things been going? Because if you always ask them, are you okay? Are you okay? It puts them in kind of a victim place and they begin to go, no, and they want your sympathy and they want your caring and you're not getting the full picture. If you say, I want to check in with you, how have things been going? 
they might say, well, we tried this and that didn't work. And this is actually going better. And this person came up to me and they're being a uh, uh, totally different than they were before because of the things that we're trying. If you're trying new strategies, ask them how it's going rather than are you okay? And my last tip for this episode is if your child comes to you and they talk to you about a bullying situation, try to avoid saying, why didn't you tell me this earlier? Isn't it so often that we feel like, wait a minute, why haven't I known about this? If your child is bold enough to come to you in the first place and talk to you, hold everything and say, thank you. Thank you for talking to me and then be there in that moment because they are being brave to talk to you about a problem in that moment and steer clear from saying, why didn't you tell me next time you should tell me earlier. Don't make it about discipline. Don't make it about you. Keep it about them and listen to them. Even if a problem that you thought has already been solved and that you went through all of the problems, they might not, I mean, all of the resolutions, they might not want to come to you because they're like, oh, it didn't do any good the first time. Why do I want to go to them this time? If they find the bravery to say, hey, this is happening and I feel horrible about it still, then rather than saying, why haven't you told me? Say, tell me more. What's going on? What can I do to help? Some of the things that we talked about in the last episode, on a scale of one to 10, how big is this? If it wasn't happening, what would it look like? And walk through that challenge. Don't feel like uh, you're mad. Maybe inside you feel like you're upset that they didn't talk to you, but don't show that to them because your child needs you to be there in the moment, understanding where they're coming from, being understanding, caring. They need to feel heard. And then that is what we need to, to turn the tables in order to help your child feel empowered. And like I said, it's all about them feeling empowered enough to find how they can move that situation into a whole new place. We're going to hear a story about a parent that did need to take their child away from their, the situation they're in. And I know that that does happen. But for those of you that are working through helping your child feel empowered, maybe you're working with, maybe you're a school counselor like me and you're helping a child not be a bully and you want them just to kind of walk through that process. It takes time. Be patient, be loving, be in the moment. And you got this. I want you to know that you're doing the best you can and don't ever walk into a situation feeling like you don't have any power. You do. You are your child's best advocate. And just listening to them is sometimes so empowering for them because like I said a few episodes ago, I didn't know who to talk to when I was going through my own challenges as a child. You being a voice for them is so important. And move about this week knowing that you got this, mom. It's not easy, but you got this. And look, don't forget to check out the show notes because you know that I always leave helpful links for you, all kinds of places where you can follow me on social media, where you can find more information to help you on this very important subject of helping children not feel as though they're being bullied. And until next time, keep in touch and take care. 